conspiracy, what do you believe? Welcome back to Conspiracies, What Do You Believe? This is episode 21, Project Bluebeam. Project Bluebeam is a conspiracy theory that centers around NASA to bring in a new age religion with the Antichrist as the leader. This will bring in the New World Order. Without a universal religion, the New World Order cannot become reality. This is why Project Bluebeam is so important and why it has to remain a secret. This theory is widely popular on the internet. The UN is supposedly in with NASA. This became public by the works of Sergei Monast. Sergei Monast was born in 1945 in Quebec. He died in 1996. He was a poet, investigative journalist, essayist, and conspiracy theorist. He was an active member of the Social Credit Party of Canada. He founded the International Free Press Agency. Sergei is known for his book Project Bluebeam. He also worked on the Masonic conspiracy theories and the NWO. In the early 1900s, Monast started working on the New World Order and conspiracies by secret societies. He was inspired by William Guy Carr's works. In 1995, Monast published. Yeah, this is not good to say. New Protocols Day Toronto 666, modeled after the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. He said a Masonic group called 666 had gathered the most powerful information to form the New World Order and control of people's minds. From, I really screwed up that name of that book. Yeah. No. From 1995 to 96, Mana said. He was hunted by authorities and police for involvement in prohibited information. He had two children who were taken and made wards of the state. The reason they gave, he homeschooled his children. They were taken in September 1996. Monast was arrested and spent a night in jail. The next day, he died at home from a heart attack at the age of 51. Another unnamed journalist supposedly helping Monast also died the same time of a heart attack. What a coincidence. Yeah. This was in 1996. His followers believe his death was an assassination. Supposedly, the Canadian government kidnapped the daughter to keep him from investigating Project Bluebeam. His children were never heard from again. The project was supposed to have happened in 1983, then in 1995, and then again in 1996. Monast thought it would happen in 2000. And live to see 2000, but it hasn't happened yet. I mean, as far as we know, well, it hasn't yeah, happened yet. I mean, <clears throat> look at all the other theories, like with the chemtrails in the sky. Those are supposed to be like stuff they put in the sky to help control our mind. Maybe that's part of it. Who knows? We don't know how we're supposed to think anymore. So. Okay, the information can be traced back to four documents a transcript of Monast's 1994 lecture, a GeoCities page by David Oppenheimer. EducateYourself.org 2005 page translation of the book and the French Wikipedia Monast page. From there came a lot of videos and text in many languages. 
theorists take quant quantity over quality of information. Yeah, like you stick something on the internet, it could, get, it could make it up, and somebody will believe it's true. Next stage we live in. William Cooper, his 1991 book, Behold a Pale Horse, is supposed to support Bluebeam. The New World Order plan is to destroy all people who believe in the Bible, the disappearance of Christianity, change all nations' laws so Christians' beliefs and symbols are against the law, Easter and Christmas are replaced by New World Order festivals, and go to electronic cash and do away with currency. Well, we're almost away with currency right now. A lot of that stuff, I mean, the, the Christianity is, whether you believe in it or not, is disappearing. I mean, really, it's almost against the law or against political correctness for any Christian holidays or anything. Yeah, everybody's trying to change everything. They took prayer out of school. It's Xmas instead of Christmas. The alleged purpose of Project Bluebeam was to bring about a new age of religion that would bring in the NWO. This would be hard to do with all the different religions plus the atheists. With the use of technology, it could be possible. For it to work, the public would have to believe this wasn't possible, that it was a crazy theory. Monas theory is that technology would be used to trick people into believing. Said the project had four steps. Step 1. Breakdown of all archaeological knowledge. Create earthquakes at exact locations. After these earthquakes, fake information will be given to the public to inform the people that their religious doctrine is wrong. Psychological preparations have already begun via 2001 A Space Odyssey, Star Trek series, and Star Wars. Jurassic Park supposed to show God's words are lies and a theory of evolution. Destroy all beliefs of Christians and Muslims. Well, you know, they slowly introduce things on TV, and you become accustomed to it. It feels to like it's normal. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, it's like years back, these scary shows would never have been on TV, and now it's just nobody they're, thinks about them. They're numbing you down to it. Step two: graphic space show, three-dimensional holographic laser projections. This will be beamed all over the planet. Each part receives a different one to coincide with the major religions of that area. The new god will speak in all languages, then the gods will merge into one god, the Antichrist. Secret service research done in the last 25 years, Soviets perfected an advanced computer program with minute physio-psychological details based anatomy and electromechanical biological properties of the human brain. Didn't they somewhere like China or something already has a robot that it's, looks it can, human? It can looks human and it can think on its own. Yeah. And it yes. has, has like the unexplained artwork. He thinks he may have solved the mystery. It has to do with astrology. The cult's central iconography is the star map. The bull is Taurus, but by slaying the bull, Mithras is responsible for the shifting of the equinoxes. Ancient Romans thought Mithras was fashioned after a Persian god, although modern scholars have proven this to be false, or did they? You never know. Olanzi said he is a... He is Perseus. He is Perseus, a Greek hero. Michael Speedell says he is Orion. Roger Beck says that Tarakthani is not a star map, possibly no constellation to match Mithras. 
Abolola Sotavar, the lead Mithras, has Persian roots. Historians, scientists, archaeologists still cannot figure out Mithraism or the Mithraic mysteries. Just like the Romans couldn't thousands of years ago, they can't figure out without assuming things which would be highly risky. You can't assume because if somebody comes along and proves you wrong, then you're going to know what's Well, not necessarily. Well, you can presume with the evidence you have at hand until somebody else can bring up new or better evidence, then you shift that along with it. Now, what connections are is still a difficult problem. They have to crack the code of the Tarantini to figure out the cult. It's still just an educated guess. Just like most of history. Yeah. Mithraism was first thought to be a star cult tied to astrology and astrotheology. The zodiac signs are the cult's connections to the celestial world. (laughs) What is known came to be sometimes in the first century. It spread throughout the Roman Empire, ended around the end of the fourth century, and cult followers were all over the continent. Mithraism mirrors the common image of the cosmos. Mithras is at the center. The stars are all over his tunic, giving him an odd transparency. The universe is at his, at his, is his at all levels. So it looks like he's in the middle like the sun is. Okay, the scenes on the walls, there's one main one is Mithras killing the bull, that's like the center. And then the eating of the bull, and then where he's born from a rock. There are a lot of celestial images on his cape surrounding him when slaying the bull all in were possibly on the ceilings of the temples. The star's reference is probably the biggest mystery. Some theories claim Mithras is the sun. Corda Avesta refers to the sun as a separate entity as the moons. The sun and the moon are supposed to be best friends. Mithras is conjured up in several royal Achaemenid inscriptions. Dynasty ruled Persia from Cyrus I to Darius III, 553 to 330 BC. An inscription at Susa in Hamadan. The emperor prays to Ahura Mazda, Anahita, and Mithras to protect him against all evil and protect what he has built. There are other inscriptions. The Romans thought the mysteries came from Zoroastrian or Persian sources, but in the 1970s, the scholars believed the Mithraic mysteries as a distinct product of the Roman imperial religious world and was seen as a rival to Christianity. Roman emperors worshipped Mithra for 300 plus years. In Rome, there are 100 inscriptions dedicated to Mithra, 75 fragments of sculptures, and there are temples all over the city. One of the largest in Italy, under the Church of St. Clement, close to the Roman Colosseum. Mithras is carrying a rock on his back. It's like at Ashkenazi. His cape has a star and sky lining. There's bronze mithras rising from an egg-shaped zodiac moon. In Roman inscriptions, Mithras is seen as Orphic creator Thanes, who came from a cosmic egg at the beginning of time. This is how the universe came to be. Sometimes Mithras is portrayed as a man born out of a rock with a snake wrapped around it, symbolizing reborn. This is backed by research from K.B. Stark from 
1969, Roger Beck, 1984-88, David Lancey from 89, and Knowles Wearalo in 1991. It is suggested that Mithraic religion is somehow connected to the end of the astrological age of Taurus and the beginning age of Aries. From 400 BC to 2000 BC, the constellations in the sky were Taurus the Bull, Canis Minor the Dog, Hydrus the Snake, Corvus the Raven, and Scorpio the Scorpion. This is on that Eterotony. Persian originally was an outgrowth of the Zoroastrian culture, but not of Zoroastrian teaching. No killing of a bull, and there were no other animals. There were several kings called Mithridates, which means giving by Mithras. Mithras was a god of power even to the kings. In the 2nd century BC, Pergam Ampum, a Greek sculptor, made brass reliefs of Mithras, Tarotinus, or Mithras the Bullsome. Greek historian Plutarch in the 1st century AD. Pirates of Sicilia practiced Mithraic secret rites around 67 BC. Cilicia is a coastal province in southeast Anatolia, where Mithras may have been worshipped. Persian Mithras was protector god of tribal society until Zoroaster's reformation of Persian polytheism. He was stripped of all his reigning powers. In Persia, where more than one god was worshipped, Ahura Mazda was the god of disguise and Ahurman was the god of darkness. 6th to 7th centuries, Zoroaster, a prophet from Bactria, took over. Ahura Mazda became the supreme god of god goodness and Ahurman became the ultimate incarnation of evil. So it's like God and the devil. Zoroastrianism created an anatheistic dualism with Ahura Mazda and Ahiram. In 597 BE, Babylonian captivity of the Jews. King Cyrus the Great of Persia freed them in 538 BC. Zoroastrian dualism influenced Jewish belief by Hashatan, the evil adversary of Yahweh, and Yahweh. later Satan and Jehovah in Christianity. Persian religion Dualism is the foundation of an ethical system that is still used today. Reform Azoriastrianism. Persian gods were assembled into a hierarchy system of immortals and adored ones, ruled by Ahura Mazda or Ahriman. So you may rule by good god or bad god. Avista is the holy book of Zoroastrianism. Ahura Mazda created Mithras to guarantee the authority of contracts and the keeping of promises. Created him to be as worthy and great as he is, Mithras was to protect Ahura Mazda's creation. He made Ahriman to tremble. He was to ensure general prosperity through good contract contact relations between men. Mithraism was used in the dynasties of Parthia, Pontus, Cappadocia, Armenia, and Commagene. The emperor's names were like Mithridites. Mithras is the name. Interesting info. King of Pontus, Mithridates IV, or VI, 120-63 BC. He was the first monarch to practice immunization. He did this by taking do- doses of poison in small doses. 
So in other words, the, the kings back then there had to have Mithras in their name somewhere. Yep. The Persian princes were Mithras priests. This district of their land was dedicated to Anahita. A lot of Mithraic temples were built in Ahita. So there was one part of the land for her. Persian Mithraism is more rituals and traditions than doctrine. Babylonians took Mithraic traditions and rituals and refined the theology. Ahura Mazda became Baal, and Ahita became Ishtar, Mithras to Shamash, god of justice, protection, and victory. Mithras in Roman worship was referred to as Sol Invictus. The sun was the eye of Mithras. In Armenian tradition, Mithras shut himself in a cave and came out once a year, represents born anew. The temples were created in that image. In Avista, Mithras could decide from different periods of the world history where things were placed. So he could decide from one area where was going to go and another where was going to begin. In 274 CE, Emperor Aurelian made an official made it official the worship of Sol Angelus. His mother was the priestess of the sun. He built a temple and made pre- priests of the sun god. This was the beginning of the Mithras decline, so then they were taking their own religion. Didn't I read somewhere before where they, one of the pharaohs did all the different gods, and then the other one went to just one god, mm-hmm. and then the next one went back to the Constantine spread Christianity, and the northern people destroyed the temples. Christianity let women in, Mithraism didn't. I can see where Christianity was over Mithraism. Mithraism did try to make a comeback during Julian's reign and suppress Christianity. The end was in 394 when Theodosius got a decree to forbid any worship but Christianity. But it survived in certain areas until the 5th century. Its successor... Manichaeism complete competed arduously with Christianity. I didn't win. Nope. So Amphicus was the first Greco-Roman religion. So he was the son. There are Christian shrines dedicated to Archangel Michael that have bull and cave themes. 